You are now tuned in to Believe. Do you believe? Untapped Keg. I'm RJ Zimmerman here with my brother-in-law, Monte Ball. How you doing there, fella? I'm good, man. I'm I'm good. I'm back. And uh I had a good trip out in Denver and I appreciate uh you know uh my sister, your wife, jumping in and um and, and creating a really, really good episode, a different a different um you know, some insight on some things about marriage and kids and and all of the above, and it was pretty. It was pretty good, uh, most definitely pretty good. But I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. Uh, yeah, that's what <laughs> all I got for now. I hear you. Yeah, I guess I do. Just throw around that that phrase. I'm good. I mean, and relatively speaking, I mean, you know, I feel like I feel like everybody's kind of just trying to figure things out right now during this time. I mean, it's something new every day, every week. It seems like <laughs> that, that is the truth. Yeah. Uh, it does. It just keeps getting more and more like this is associative. Like you, you can't believe that this is the real world, but mm. um, unfortunately it is. Uh, the blue Jays can't play in Canada this year. So, uh, that was that's how the rest of the world feels about the United States right now. Jeez, I actually didn't even see that. When did that come out? Yesterday, they officially mm-hmm. ruled that they will not make an ex- exemption to let uh, players go across the border so that they could play their home games in Toronto. <laughs> that's literally. That goes to show you. That's just like you said. That goes to show you how we're viewed. As a country right now, how we're handling this pandemic. It, yes, or not. Just, oh, gosh, just poorly. Just, um, it's just poor leadership. I mean, gosh, I mean, we can go on forever about that. It's just we, this is why, this is why some people don't like group projects, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. It's true. I've, you know, a lot of people. I work with and uh, even um, Ashley said this week, it's only a matter of time before I get it. So whatever. And it's like, that is not the attitude to have, but that's because not everybody's all in. That's how it feels like. Exactly. Exactly. Only a few people are, are just, just, just doing what they're supposed to be doing. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, like I said, we could go on forever about that. And it's, it's, we just got to do the right things. Just be compliant and wear the yeah. mask. That's really just all it's about is just compliance. I mean, just, just do it. Um, protect yourself, protect your neighbors. And just so we could just get, get, get through this, get through this crap. Maybe if we do that, Kids can go back to school and mm-hmm. we can have football. 
Yeah. Yeah, because the way it's looking right now, I mean, I don't even, you know, I don't, I don't even know how they're going to do it with, with the bubble um, for basketball. I mean, when is that starting? The end of this month, I think? Uh, yeah, next week, I think. Man, that's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm glad sports, you know, are coming back. You know, that being basketball, but I'm interested to see how it's gonna be. I mean, well, baseball starts on Friday too, so don't you discredit that. <laughs> you take it back. You apologize right now. <laughs> All right, to the baseball world. Yeah, I did. I did not know. Um, I don't. I don't watch too much of baseball this early, but. Um, Look, it's not early. It's the last third of the season. I would right say now. technically, right? <laughs> right, technically, yeah, it's not early. So yeah, we got baseball Friday. We got NBA next week. Hopefully, those sports, you know, can continue to go. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wondering how they're going to do football because that training camp they got to report. You know, the veterans got to report. Very soon. The, the rookies are reporting. Yeah. Like, and like, how do you, how do they enforce the rules of social distancing inside the practice facility? Like for their staff, front desk, um, locker room, et cetera, but don't enforce it on the practice field or, or I don't know, are they going to enforce in the it training in the room? In the, exactly, or the weight room, or you know, they're they're at the team cafeteria. So I don't, I don't know. It's going to be interesting because you can't, like you said, you're like creating a a pee section in a pool. It's like it's eventually going to spread. Um, so I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I just, you know, if they're going to start it, you know, more power to them. But I, I just. I'm just. I just won't be surprised if they end up shutting down or something. Yeah, if Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, any of them get it, <laughs> I mean that'll send a ripple that would. I. Uh, yes, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to like. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard to think about it. Like, what what's gonna happen? I know they probably have uh, some some contingency plan. I mean, they have to um, for situations like that that you just explained. I mean, if if the hundred million dollar man catches it, then what? I mean, so you know, God forbid it happens, but I mean, it's just going to be interesting. That's all, and, and just going to be interesting to see. But nonetheless, at least we'll have, you know, at least one of the three. Maybe we'll continue. Maybe <laughs> July thirtieth, the NBA starts back up. So, baseball okay. starts up on the. Uh, gosh darn it! I just had it up and I forgot. It's Next Friday, time. the twenty fourth. I thought it was the twenty fourth, but. Goodness, it's almost August. Mm-hmm. That fast. My youngest turns one in two weeks. He does. He does. How fast how fast did that happen? Too fast. I've said before on this podcast, I kinda I I took for granted 
his young days. All of a sudden, he was crawling. Now he's walking and climbing, and it's like, oh man, you used to you used to be so little, <laughs> but he's st- he'll still cuddle with me every once in a while. So there's that. But right, <laughs> he likes to be independent. Absolutely, it's just very independent. Uh, yeah, man. I I just you know yeah watching videos and stuff you know, of him and my gosh, he is, he's got so much character. He is hilarious. He always wants to eat everything. (laughs) He walks with so much swagger and he's only been walking for like three weeks. (laughs) Not even. He just, he walks around. He, he's the boss, you know, and he, he'll go after his brother and turn around. And I mean, I don't know how he got so much confidence walking, but it's like, who is this child? <laughs> he's he's going to be the boss. He is. He is. Um, he's going to be strong, too. He is going to be strong. Very strong. Man, so what's new, man? Um, How's work? Work has been really good. Really good. Uh, we've kind of found our pace that's been nice uh the work that's coming up is kind of slow uh so we'll see but um yeah i mean we had a storm last weekend that i talked about a little bit Hmm. um just a matter of time before we have another one that'll be multiple days i'll be gone but Mm -hmm. Uh, that's that's the time of year it is. I mean, it happened right. any any time of the year. But um, right now, last year was when those straight line winds went through the middle of Wisconsin and like tore up the entire middle of Wisconsin. It was this time last year. Yeah, it was like yeah, the week before my youngest was born because I didn't go because we we knew we were close. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to be more than an hour away. And then it ended it, where the work was, was about two and a half to three. So I, I said, I need, I need to stay back. I can't go. Wow. <clears throat> so, I mean, it's getting super, super hot outside, man. So I don't, <laughs> we most definitely thank you guys. You men and women linemen out there in the heat fixing the poles and lines and all that stuff because I can't do it with that humidity. My goodness. I cannot stand when the humidity is that high. Honestly, if you start before it gets too bad, you're like a frog in boiling water. (laughs) You know, you just start in that nice warm bath and the next thing you know, oh, you're in trouble. (laughs) That's how it is. You you (laughs) got to start early enough in the morning and then just work through it. (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't it actually wasn't bad. Um this week this week really was not that bad. Um uh, one thing when it's going to be really hot, I try to schedule a day where the afternoon we don't have a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Um so that way we can make sure we're not overworked because that has happened to me before where people haven't taken it into account. So now 
if we have a storm, we're more fresh and we can go out and we can work longer. And mm-hmm. um, it's actually kind of, it, it's been a lot nicer doing that than it has in past years where you're already worn out because you've been working through the heat and then you go to work through the heat even longer. Um, yeah, it's, if work has been pretty great, actually. That's so, good, man. That's good. I mean, that's always a good thing to have going um, in your life. That being, you know, obviously a job, but just it going well. Um, it going well because, you know, for me, it's, yeah, I mean, you know, it's starting to wear on me. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Really, really starting to wear on me this this uh, <clears throat> this project that I'm still a part of um, here in the hotel. Um, just. 24 7 well what month is it for month four uh yeah i started april 1st so this is my 109th day i think 108th day 109th day i think i, I counted last night with my uh, co-worker oh boy <laughs> and, it's and yeah that bad huh that you you started coming <laughs> Yeah, it's um. You don't get me wrong; it, it's still going. It's still going well, but it's just as in like the job and the direction that it's heading. But just very, very stressful right now um, with it. Um, I think the lack of sunlight too, just by being in a hotel, just popping vitamin D pills, and and then also just you know at times it becomes depressing, depressing uh, situation. Or environment, just because, um, you know, you you kind of vicariously taking on other people's trauma. Um, when I when I sit down and speak to an individual who is experiencing chronic homelessness, you know, I get to dive into their story and understand why, and just hearing that, you know, from this person to the next person to the next person over and over and over, kind of. Man, it's 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 rough. Not obviously not as rough, you know, to them, you know, by them experiencing it and going through it, but you know, just hearing it over and over again and living in this environment kind of wears on me. So you know, you're not a person who lacks empathy. So right. you try to take on those problems and offer mm-hmm. solutions and I could I can definitely see how that would be have such right. a, an effect. Yeah. And yeah, so after a while, you know, I, you know, that's why it was, it was good to to kind of get away, put my phone down, and well, I put it down too far, <laughs> breaking it, but too just, hard. yeah, <laughs> but good to just get away, get away from my phone and experience some of the Denver weather. Obviously, hang out with my son, which was a phenomenal time. I really, really missed him, love him to death. It was good. Went to the park. Um, it was. It was a brilliant experience and one that I most definitely enjoyed. Um, Miss Denver, I do, but just a just a good vacation, safe, good vacation to get away from this environment. So, so all in all, yeah, it was the job is going well, heading in the right direction. Um, it's just <laughs> I miss the sunlight. I miss being a busybody, like physically, like being outside and and all and all that stuff. So. I'm going to keep chugging, keep trucking along. So got to find that work-life balance. That's the have key. To. I have you know, to, man. That's the, 
part of being sober is finding the balance, you know, for all your stress mm-hmm. and everything. And work-life balance is so huge. Uh, yeah, it's funny that you said that because I uh, – what is today? Today is uh, – okay, so, so, so Friday, um, you know, I had a – you know, I'm still in therapy. I had a therapy session Friday morning with my uh, therapist, and it was uh, – went super well. And that's what my therapist shared with me as well. Um, because I was just explaining to him everything, you know, you know, just stressed out, just, you know, the regular stress, depressed, whatever, just obviously due to work and then what, what's all going on, you know, in society Mm -hmm. and then the thought of, okay, what's going to happen in the fall? Like when it starts to get dark a lot sooner and there'll be no sports potentially like, um, kind of just my anxiety getting after me and he kind of shared that with me too just the work life balance um figuring out some hobbies and all that stuff which i already you know obviously have this hobby but it's just you're right it's that work-life balance is very important very very important you gotta you gotta find that thing that at night will make you you know put a smile on your face that uh Mm -hmm. you can do every single night like that's that's what I learned um, before I became a lineman was, uh, you know, you got to find that one thing that you can do um, and, you know, escape a little bit, but you can't escape too far because if you go too far into another world, if you go too far into um, something else that you're not creating, that you're not controlling, um you're going to miss out on what's right around you. So, mm-hmm. um, and if it, mm-hmm. it's got to be something with a little bit of agency a little bit too. So that's, that's something that I found out the hard way a little bit with, uh, um, uh, you know, when I was working as a utility locator, uh, I'd, I'd work 12 to 15 hour days, come home and, would just go to sleep and wake up and do it all over again. Do that for, you know, three, four months. And it's just like, that's, and then you'd put in six hours on a Saturday. You'd have no time for yourself, no time for, um, honestly anybody. And then when you fall too far down a rabbit hole of like a, a TV show or a movie or something, you just, you wouldn't, your reality would become a little bit warped. You wouldn't be, mm-hmm see the world for what it is, I guess. Um, so there's that to watch out for too. Absolutely. That's a really good point. It's a very good point. Just like you said, that, that balance, that balance, man, you got to find that balance in everything, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. So, so I, I want to talk about Last of Us, man. Oh, you want to jump right into it? Uh, I want to. <laughs> both feet into it. All right, let's keep it. Uh, let's keep it spoiler <laughs> free for right now. Okay, this is one of our work life balances. You know, <laughs> um, let's keep it spoiler free. You beat the game before okay. I did, like a full week before I did. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I also beat the game now. 
right. top right. level thoughts without spoiling. Spoiler free. Yes. What do you got? From the environment to the story of like how it impacted my emotions like as I'm playing it and then watching the emotions of the characters like on their face. They did a really good job of that. Um, and piecing, piecing a lot of things together. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to be very careful with my words <laughs> and um, how the story ended. I love, I love that story. I love everything about the game. I love the story. I love the music. I love the ending. I know that there are some people who don't like the ending, um, but I do. I like the ending because, and I'm not going to spoil it. Um, I feel like that was the best way to end this type of video game, this type of story, um, one that is just, just grasps every single emotion. Um, you're able to follow the character, whoever it is, his emotions and the way that the game ended, it was just like an explosion of anger, sadness, whatever, all the emotions. And it was just beautiful, man. Just a beautiful, just a beautiful game top to bottom what do you think um it's tough to talk about with that when <laughs> whenever Spoiler. you know when i was listening to reviews of the game uh i knew mm -hmm. i was going to get the game and play it no matter what because i loved the first one right. that much um the best way it was put um was uh the second game didn't need to be ma made but I'm glad that they mm -hmm. made it. Very true. Um, it's very true. The I don't I don't know what it is about the world that they built, but um, when I when I go back to it, I just I love the detail that they put into the world. I love like the explorability and what you discover. Um, I enjoy the gameplay just so much. That gameplay is so much fun. But from the stealth to the to the action, to the, mm -hmm. um, you know, how creative you can be to get through a situation. I really, I, I loved it too. I mean, the, the story that, as you said, was very emotional, honestly, uh, you know, you could read into it what you wanted, but, um, I kind of, you know, <laughs> uh, put my own sobriety, you know, at least at the start of it, through the characters, uh, mm -hmm. you know, drunk, drunk on emotion was really trying me trying to numb it. Right. Um, and then finally coming to that realization, uh, was kind of at the end. So that's, uh, you, it's, it's, I would say it's not necessarily, a unique theme in a story. Um, but the way that it's told, the way that it unfolds and how it ends up, I mean, it's just, 
it's it's absolutely brutal um it's not i would definitely say it's not happy there are some moments of laughter that make you smile some beautiful moments but the overall theme and i agree with how how it ended i would say it was uh, a beautiful story for sure mhm it's yeah i love i love I love uh, that, like you said, that with that critic or whatever, what they said, it's, it's a, it's a sequel that we didn't need, but very thankful that they, you know, that naughty dog created it. Um, I'm glad. And I, gosh, I just love how I love the ending. Um, I'm glad that they had a story to tell um, Mm -hmm. to make it, which I listened to an interview with uh, the creative director, Neil Druckmann. And um, he was a co-writer. And he said that he knew he still had a story he wanted to tell. And that's why they started to make this game. Right. And it wasn't just because the first one was so successful. Right. So, it'll be it'll be interesting to see if they make a third one. I don't... I, I would have said after the first one. I, I hope not. But I... If they do, I have faith that it'll be really good. But yes, I think where this ended is just brilliant. Yeah, I, I hope they don't make a third. I mean, yeah, because still, in my opinion, I think the second game is flawless. You know, part two, flawless uh, from front to end. Loved it. Every single part of it. I still think, yeah, the first one's better. Really? Um, mm-hmm, I do. Interesting. I do. I do. But it, and that's just goes to show you though how good the first one was. Um uh the first one was 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 good. And that's what he said. Technically we didn't need a second one. The first one, the way it ended, they could have just stopped right there. Um and in my in my honest opinion, the way that the first one ended I would almost feel like more people would be upset about that ending because <laughs> it just leaves you there. You know what I mean? Um, but a lot of people were happy about it because that's just how good the game was to where it just ended. And I'm not trying to spoil the first one for anybody who hasn't seen it, but just the way it ended is just like, wow, just like that. And, but I was excited about the ending. I was very pleased with that ending of the first one. And, um, I would have to say I I do like the first one better. Although the second one is just as good. I'm 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 replaying the first one right now. Oh, you went back and replayed the first one? I thought you were replaying yeah, re- the second one. No, I'm replaying the first one. Wow. Okay. So for anybody yeah. who doesn't know, like, you know, these are PlayStation exclusive games. So if you have a PlayStation three or four, you can play the first one. Um the first one's probably between 10 and $20 uh, that would probably, that should include the DLC too, which is the DLC for the first game is phenomenal. Uh, What it adds to the story is fantastic and how it builds um, Ellie as a character even more um, I think is, is great. (laughs) 
Um, this one is, you know, Last of Us Part Two's PlayStation 4. The load times are exceptional. I can't believe how fast those load times are. Um, mm-hmm. The game is absolutely beautiful. The creativity that they give you in the gameplay and the instances, uh, the collectibles. You know, I I was texting you. Yeah, man. You know, that it's that. One of the collectibles are <laughs> cards, are playing cards, and they made like their own world yep. for these playing cards that is just super cool. Um, I kept texting you about how many cards did you get? How many cards did you get so far? And uh, I found out very quickly that uh, you and I play the game a little bit differently. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I, I didn't care too much, I'll be honest, about the the playing cards. I didn't really care too much about those. Um, Like, yeah, I would see a little thing sparkle or whatever, so I go pick it up, and it would be a card, and I'd be like, all right, cool, and just keep going i just i don't know i didn't really like i mean i wouldn't say i didn't like it i just didn't care too much for the playing card but a few maybe oh man i would read i would read all the notes like the handwritten notes Um, you gotta read those though but right yeah they uh i don't know the world the world that they built with like those superheroes and villains and stuff Mm -hmm. like it was kind of cool. It was like a really cool comic book world. So it's cool. Yeah, like the little details that they put into everything is really neat. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah, man, I that game is awesome. How that how long awesome. do you think the first game is? Like eight to twelve hours? Mm-hmm. That's good. That's a good point, right? There. That's good. Eight so, to twelve. You know, that was one of the best stories that I played in a video game. Um, up until God of War, I'd say. Uh, Horizon is a really good story too, but I think that God of War stories just, I know that you haven't gotten too far into it, but God of War story is on par with Last of Us. Are you serious? serious. So, like, uh, 8 to 12 hours to play the first game. This game Mm -hmm. is a lot longer. How long did it take you to beat it? Did you look, uh, part did two you look at your game clock at all like when you saved i i haven't i can i can check that out but i but i can i can you know be you know be right around it probably took me from 18 to 21 hours oh right okay there. wow that that's really mm-hmm. fast actually yeah, maybe on the higher end of 20 to 21, yeah, hours. So yep. <laughs> I played the game a lot I mean, slower than you then. Yeah, because yeah, cause you go around and collect. The, I, uh, yeah, I, I was, I did a lot of stealth, a lot of stealth, but I also did a lot of just, just a straight, just guns a blazing. <laughs> Uh, running into scenes and just letting loose um, just because I wanted to see that style of play as well. Um, Definitely. And I, and I, and I loved that too. Um, the one, the, the headshots and, and then the bow and arrow and everything. And just, I loved this. So yeah, it, I, I, I kind of blazed through it. Uh, 
I'm very meticulous. I find everything, or I try to. (laughs) Um, Right. I was right around 30 hours. I was at 20 hours. Uh, (laughs) I opened every single safe. Um, Something that is absolutely mind-blowing about this game that is not a spoiler. It's kind of an intricate gameplay feature, but... uh, Pretty much every single, not pretty much, every single safe, the code is, it's somewhere around. There's, I can only think of one that I really had to look for. And then there was another Mm -hmm. one where it was a little bit further in and I didn't want to find it. But you can crack the safes by listening in this game. Yep. It's so cool. What a... Yeah, I didn't what know that until you told me that they put in. Like I, I did it to, for two safes, but otherwise I found the code for all the other ones. Mm-hmm. I did it for one, and I was like, I was like, well, I'll be. I was like, I was like, was that a louder tick? Was it not? Right. I was like, let's just put that code in, and did the same for the next set. Then did the same for the next set, and then it opened. I was like, well, well, dang. <laughs> I was like, that just goes to show you how much just level of detail they put into this uh they put so much level of detail into their facial expressions to where now when i play other video games i look at their face <laughs> look at the faces of the characters and it doesn't match up that to the expressions that they like they have in last of us that's something that i mean even if you go to the first last of us they were able to capture in the cutscenes, um and even mm-hmm. They even captured it a little bit in the uh, um, in the game world, but not like this Again. one. Like in this one, at any time you can spin around to look at the face and see the exertion, mm-hmm. see the fear, see the uh, whatever's going on in the environment. Uh, like this, Na- Naughty Dog is like right now the top studio in the game, and everybody's striving to catch them. I know. Some people would put Rockstar there, but I just, what Naughty Dog does with Uncharted and with uh, The Last of Us, I still think they are on top. I think uh, saying, after God of War, Ro- Sony Santa Monica is coming close, but uh, they okay. just, they got to have a that second title to, besides just God of War, you know? Right. Are they saying. You're putting Rockstar up there because of Red Dead? Red Dead and GTA. Right, right. I've never played, I have yet to play Red Dead. And I heard that story is amazing. Yeah, I've too. I've heard really good things because that came out the same year as God of War. And God of War mm-hmm. won Game of the Year over Red the Dead. But year. I just, I don't know if I could put myself through like The Last of Us Part Two. I, I would, I consider if, a decently long game at 30 hours for the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Dead 2, you're looking at like 50. Unreal. Because they wanted to bring in the most amount of realism that you could. So to get to places, you got to ride your horse. And it's like a real life where you're riding your horse and it takes that long to get somewhere. There's no like fast travel mm-hmm. system. Uh, like it, you know, the day night cycle is obviously shorter than in real life, but it's still like, uh, you know, it's a lengthy day night cycle. Um, 
and it's not like things just disappear and come back. Like they, they made a mm-hmm. real living, breathing world. And I just don't know if that's my type of game. I just think it's going to be a little bit too slow, but maybe uh, right. I in can't. a year when we don't have too many games like this, I would think about it, but mm-hmm. that's, that's yeah, I can't, I mean, I'm going to eventually yeah play it, but yeah, I'm just like that. I can't, it, I don't have that much time to commit to something like that. It's going to, it'll take me, I don't know. It's going to, no matter what, it's going to take me forever right. to, to beat it. But um, yeah, I mean, I got, we just played, you know, we just beat part two last of us, but now I'm, I'm, I'm literally at the foothills of the mountain in God of war about to, <laughs> about to literally, you know, embark on the journey. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And, uh, you're at the foothills because I keep hearing about it. Like I, I'm literally, I just beat the stranger, um, the stranger, and now we're moving and we're going about to head up the mountain. Oh, you're there. Okay. Like I, yeah, like I, I am about the to only start. part that you pretty much have done right now is you beat the stranger. Exactly. Uh, I beat the that big creature the with troll. that. that yeah, and then the stranger, and that's it. Yeah, so I, I'm gonna try to get some time in tonight and uh, uh, and play yeah. it. But uh, I mean, that's one thing that The Last of Us Two, I think, did such a good job of is uh, it doesn't start slow. It starts, mm. I would say, it makes you raise your eyebrows a little bit at the start for a couple things, but um, it definitely is not a slow start. So that's not what, what can be said about this game. Uh, I don't think the God of War necessarily starts slow either, but you are definitely not, um, <laughs> not in it yet. Right. You, you know about three characters. <laughs> right. That's it. that's it. And you don't even really know about one. You just know he's the stranger. Touche. Yeah. It's, it's, I keep hearing great things about the game. Obviously it, it winning, it winning game of the year over top of Red Dead, which I mean, what Red Dead made a quadrillion billion dollars, I think. <laughs> so it's like uh, God of War winning game of the year over top of that. But then also one of my coworkers says he actually said it last night when I was talking to him that God of War is a, about the same, maybe even better story than Last of Us. Um and then obviously hearing you say some great things about God of War as well. So I'm I'm, I'm most definitely going to play it. I'm going to beat it. I'm just interested to see. I'm just still just emotionally stuck on Last of oh, Us. Oh, <laughs> I totally get that. Um, that's why I'm I sent like, you the spoiler cast to listen to because it, it helps you work through what you think about it. It helps, you know. It's That's how you know they made a oh, good yeah. game. It sticks with you. It's like me now diving into another game. It's like, I feel almost like I'm betraying Last of Us. Like, have I have I have I given you enough time, Last of Us, to me to sit with my emotion, me to sit with the story, me to sit with you know Ellie and Joel's journey, and 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 it's like it's like I don't know if I'm ready to move on yet. <laughs> one thing I would say about God of War and The Last of Us, uh, one and two, is it makes you a better parent. Um, and when you're mm-hmm. looking at it from a parent's mm-hmm. eyes, 
It's way different. So when I first played The Last of Us, obviously I wasn't a parent because I played it when it first came out. Um, and then I, I played it a second time, not as a parent, but then I played the left behind as a parent. And it's like, oh my goodness, I can't believe how much my worldviews kind of changed here a little bit. Um, and then going through part two, just like seeing themes and um, trappings mm-hmm. and things that I would say to my kids, you know, that's that's not what I want from you. Like you have to express, not let things go unsaid. Um, and then it's the same with God of War. Uh, it it really will make you a better parent, which is That's crazy. What my coworker said. My coworker said the same thing, and he obviously doesn't know you. And he said the same, almost the same exact words as you said. He was like, he was like, bro, when I finished that game, because he has three sons, yeah. And he was like, when I finished that game, I. He was like, I. I it, it's it most definitely is is going to make me a better parent. Um, and I'm like, gosh, I'm like, you sound like my brother-in-law. I'm like, I gotta, <laughs> I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta play this then. Um, so I'm excited about that. One of the critiques about the last of us part two, um, that was like in a, a review and it was like throughout the whole thing was, um, you know, naughty dog doesn't, uh, have a high opinion of humanity and we're better than this, how they portray it. And I'm just sitting there listening oh. to it and I'm like, hold on, what? <laughs> Are you, did you, have you gone outside and looked around? <laughs> yeah, you're talking about the same people Do who you are turn the move on? destroying, destroying stores inside of stores because they have to wear a mask. <laughs> like, this is unbelievable. Like, they're, you know, we've already made the factions, we're already fighting, and there's, we're not at a true yeah. dystopia yet. We're headed there, but we're not no. there like that. The Walking the Walking Dead Last of Us shows like that that portray us humans as becoming animals even during an apocalypse where there's zombies is very accurate. We will fight for resources. We will. I think we would get to a point to where we wouldn't even care about the zombies. The zombies are just pests at that point, but we're just fighting other civilizations, other towns for resources. We know that that would happen. We know it. We're fighting now. (laughs) Speaking of fighting, did you ever lure uh, infected to fight uh, the humans? God, how (laughs) how satisfying was that? That was so sweet. Throwing like a, yep. Throwing like a, a bottle near the uh humans and then just letting just the infected just rip through them that was that yep it's not good and it probably says something about my psyche a little bit but i giggled a little bit every time <laughs> i was able to pull that off that's why i i always go back to just like what you said that word creativity like it's so creative every scene every situation it's not like just a you know, from one point to the other point, this is the only way that you can get through this. No, they, there's so many different routes you can take with each situation, um, which I think makes the game, takes the game to an entirely new level of play, of um, just engagement. 
is 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 phenomenal. I mean, we're living in a good time right now. Video games. It, it is definitely the golden age of video games. When you look at mm-hmm. like this whole generation of PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and um, even the Switch, mm-hmm. like the amount of quality. It is. You got games that are getting like a, a seven and a half or an eight that in previous generations would have been like nines. So like this is yes if you enjoy stories at all like this is Mm -hmm. this medium is starting to come into their own with their stories this it's not just one studio anymore that has all the stories it's you know a lot of different studios like you know spider-man coming up with their original their original world the original spider-man that they did um you know you got god of war which was a reboot to take that character and make them how they did. Uh, you got last of us and uncharted what naughty dogs doing there. Um, red dead redemption Two, GTA, you know, five has a, an incredible story that, too. That they've been remaking forever. <laughs> I mean, they just keep adding onto it and it just keeps selling. That's for sure. Um, true. True. But, even like Xbox One, you got Gears of War Five, which apparently that story was uh, really good. I gotta think. All right, I gotta think. Uh, I mean, they're just hanging on by the thread, What's in my that? opinion. Xbox with Halo and Gears. I, you know, ha- have you seen? Um, you know what the, what they've been doing gearing up for the Series X. I haven't so. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just announced, so they have Game Pass, which is like PlayStation Now, except Game Pass, you can download all of the games, so you're not actually streaming it, so there's no lag mm-hmm. a little bit, like there is a little bit with PlayStation Now. Um, they rolled that into with their PlayStation Gold, so or not PlayStation Gold, Xbox Gold, so instead of having your Xbox Live Gold to get online, you now have game pass and xbox live gold and then their streaming service uh kind of like google stadia is xcloud and they're including that in with game pass so what that is basically you can stream your game to your cell phone to computer to tv to like, you know, even like a, a Google Google Chrome dongle. Anything you can get the app for xCloud on, you'll be able to play your Xbox library on. So what they're oh, wow. making is not just a, a box to buy. They're like creating um, like a, an infrastructure. They're creating uh, a place to play any game like they they don't care what you buy they just want you to play on their um services i mean they got to do something it's, i mean they, they, they bought playstation is running off that's where that's where the separation is between these two in my opinion i know a lot of people think it's the third party the way that playstation um partnered with the third parties at the beginning of the generation but being a hundred dollars mm-hmm. cheaper at the beginning of the generation, uh, PlayStation Plus was a much better deal at the beginning of the generation because you got the free games and they 
they don't just give uh crap games like you know every few months you don't get these games that you'd play but like this month is uh the second tomb raider game um trying to think what there's been there's been months where like it's a 60 dollar game that you're getting for free uh with your playstation plus account um but now Xbox has wow. their games, games with gold or whatever, which is the same thing as PlayStation Plus games. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just that then you go to the first party titles, like the, the, the games you can only play on PlayStation. Every single one has been a home run. Like they've had maybe two doubles as far as their first parties go, I would even say maybe probably only one double. And then the rest have been home runs. Uh, their first party lineup has just been one after another of must play games. And Xbox has really only had, you know, maybe two or three of them this generation. And even then they've been somewhat mediocre. Um, they've had a lot of projects that people have been excited about that they've canceled. But they've turned around and bought game studios that um, make a lot of really good games. So they're setting themselves up to really have a great generation coming up. And especially because any of their new games, if it's an Xbox first party title, so Gears of War, Halo, any of these, they come to Game Pass day and date. So if you have Game okay. Pass, which you have to have to be online, you don't have to buy the game. You just get to play it right away. Wow. So there's that. Like I mean, they're making they're making waves that PlayStation uh you know, Sony has to really watch. That's for sure. And I mean Nintendo has not really been competitive or tried to compete with those two that kind of just let these two kind of go off on their own for a while now Nintendo just does what they do and it's successful for them so I mean I feel like I mean I feel like like I said Xbox has got to do they got to do something they got to I mean it's my opinion of course but just PlayStation is just the studio is just just amazing I mean with story with emotions with everything they're just tying everything together with the music all the above Yes, that is for sure. And I mean, you you had another release this week. Came out on Friday, Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. And Tsushima. Tsushima. How has that I've been? Only, I'm only two hours in, so I really... I love it so far. It's going to be a really cool, like, samurai epic. I can tell already. Um, it's going to be an open world that I am going to get kind of lost in and explore similar to horizon mm-hmm. i can already feel it's kind of it's similar to how horizon was and i love that game so uh the combat is really cool i it's it's gonna get pretty deep it's not i would say it's not easy but it's not overly difficult either um like you know god of war's combat it was definitely on the lower difficult but it was still difficult scale mm-hmm uh, when you get into the Valkyries, oh my goodness, that gets really hard. Like it's really, really hard. <laughs> so uh, just prepare. But yeah, so far it goes to Sh- so it's not- Tsushima. I really enjoy. 
so Ghost of Tsushima does it's not like it's not difficult like Sekiro. It's not to that difficulty level. Okay. At least not yet. I've heard it does spike at one point. Um but we'll see. So what you said you're only two yeah. hours in? Yep. I've had uh okay. I've been really tired this weekend, so I haven't stayed up to play it at all. Um <laughs> I think I don't know. It's just Yeah. Yeah, I just uh, I'm excited. It's a something I'm excited to get in and play. So uh, it's gonna it's gonna be here for a while. And then Cyberpunk 2077 got delayed again, so I have even longer to play this game because I don't think there's gonna be another game that uh, I'm gonna want to really sink some time into between now and then. And by then, I might wait for Cyberpunk to get a PS5. So. What is this Cyberpunk 2020 game? What what is, what is um, that? So it's game? from the makers of Witcher. So Witcher 3 was the last okay. game. It's an open world um like a, a futuristic like you know you're you're a cy- you cybernetics have kind of taken over the world. You know, you get your implants. Not a, not everybody's like a a full human anymore. You know, you get your your arm changed out to a cybernetic implant or like your, your eyes kind of changed a little bit. Um, and then mm-hmm. he, it's just, I, I'm not sure what the story is going to be. Um, but it's, you know, with CG, CD project red, their reputation, um, it's going to be a good game. It's just a matter of, how good is it going to be? I people have gotten their hands on with it, and it sounded like it was really cool. Um, sounds like there's, there's so much to do in that game that you're just going to get lost. Similar to Witcher, I, I think I put a hundred hours into Witcher when I finally beat it, and that's why I didn't play it when it first came out. Was because there were so many more games that I wanted to play. And I knew I would just get lost in that world, which I did. So, um, a hundred hours. Yeah. It's the kind of game. So like open world games for me. So like the last of us when, or God of war, when I play that style of game, I want to play like three to four hours at a time, at least Okay. for an open world game, like Witcher or like, uh, how goes to Tsushima or, horizon i would play for like an hour and just do like these random side things like you know find out what these question marks are uh do these side quest stuff so that's what i would do in the witcher like you know uh i'd be down in the place basement playing with uh my oldest and i'd just throw the game on and i'd play a little bit pause it play with the kid let him go do something then i'd start playing again then he'd want to play again, so I'd pause it. Like stuff like that. Where if it was full blown story, I would not be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I tell you what, you know, I do give you credit about getting me back into these uh one player type games and one thing I do love about them that I missed for the longest, or I guess that I took for granted, is the ability to pause. Yes. <laughs> Just being able, obviously, just playing Call of Duty so much and playing 
you know, all types of shooter games online. Um, now coming back to these games, it's like, okay, yeah. Oh, my phone's ringing. Oh, I can pause it. You know, oh, uh, I got to go back to work or do something. I can pause it. So I'm like, that, that's quite convenient. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it really is. Although the only time it stinks is when you're in the middle of a cutscene. Somebody's trying to interrupt you. Like, you're right. But at least you can you yeah. can restart it though. Restart the cutscene, but yeah, you don't. Yeah, obviously having an uninterrupted cutscene is the best. You you get you know all the emotion at once. It's more fluid. But yeah, um, I think that happened a few times where you yeah, had to pause it during a cutscene. Um, yeah, that, that, that's 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 some really good that's some really good games. Um, when do you think? When do you think that PS5 is coming out? November. Let me let me look at my calendar quick. It's going to be November, and it's going to be before uh, Black Friday, so that they can sell. So November, because I'm, I'm I bet you miles. November twentieth is when it comes out. November twentieth. You heard it here first, November twentieth. I'll go with. Hmm. So November twentieth is a Friday, and it's the Friday before Thanksgiving. Uh, I hmm. I think Xbox is going to come out before um, PlayStation Five, but I don't like in past years that would matter. But I don't know if it will this year because they've already said that the series X is not going to have exclusive titles for the first two years. So you'll be able to use your Xbox one to play games that will also be on series X. So the model that Xbox is kind of going on is like I said, they're creating their own ecosystem that they want you to play in, but they're kind of basically making a PC at this point. And then um, it's kind of like they're giving you this stock PC that, oh, you know, you can play on any of our PCs, but this is the best PC to play on right now. Whereas PlayStation is really making these generations where they're going to have exclusive titles right away. They're going to have exclusive titles later down the line. And PlayStation is saying, you know, you enjoyed the PlayStation 2, the PlayStation 3, the PlayStation 4 you're going to enjoy the PlayStation 5. So you're going to have to get that to enjoy the PlayStation 5 experiences. So it'll be interesting to see. They're now starting to diverge how much they, you know, they continue to diverge and who really is the forward-looking strategist or if it works for both Mm -hmm. of them. It could work for both of them. We'll see. We'll find out. Most definitely, um, but we'll PlayStation actually um, doubled their production of PlayStation fives because they know that demand is going to be high. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of, a lot of people exactly. were at home right but now. They were worried about the recession too. That were you know would there be people yeah. able to buy it? But uh, that almost makes me think that they were able to, to maybe be lower in price than what they were originally thinking. So it'll it'll be interesting to see. You gonna get oh, it? Yeah, I already got permission. 
<laughs> maybe nice. maybe somewhat grudgingly, but I still got the permission, so. <laughs> nice. I'm most definitely going to get it, too. I got I to play that Miles game, that Miles Morales Spider-Man game. So Have did to. you look at the calendar? Yeah. Oh, and try to guess when. Uh, I'm going to go with, let me. So you yep. said November 20th, right? Okay. Let me, I'm going to go with, okay, that's Black Friday. Okay. Wait, no. Black Friday is the 27th. All right. Hmm. And you yep. picked the twentieth. Okay, I'll go the twenty seventh. I'm going Black Friday. Black Friday, a holiday release. Interesting. Twenty fourth, November twenty fourth. Okay. Final answer. A Tuesday. November twenty fourth, Tuesday. Yep. I November twenty fourth. I could see it. You got November 20th. I'll take right. November 24th because, yes, you're right. I chose a holiday, but I'm going to go November 24th. What's our bet going to be? Pizza? Whoever's closest? All right. I can do that. Yeah. Pizza? Yep. Perfect. Pizza. So at the end of this episode, we're going to go into some The Last of Us 2 spoilers. Uh, we'll talk, we'll talk uh, about the story a little bit more in depth, but let's end with a couple questions that we've had. Oh no, my phone, of course, lost the questions. Um, so you know, they, these are from last week that uh, I thought that you had to be here for. Um, and we're going to go in a little bit of a different direction with the first one. Uh, we'll do the fun one, and then we'll go serious, and then we'll go into our spoiler cast. So, from Jeff Herda over on our Facebook page, how fun was it to play with Russell Wilson? <laughs> okay. Um, oh, how fun was it to play with so Russell let's start Wilson? With when you okay. first met him, what was your first... Mm-hmm. Um, your first impression of him? First impression of Russell, um, was he asked that he didn't have, you know, that he doesn't have a lot of height to him, um, doesn't have a lot of height to him, um, but a very strong arm, very, very strong arm, but there's something about Russell, man. I think it's obviously showing, it has been showing ever since he's been playing is his leadership. I mean, his leadership and that's the first, second, whatever thing that I noticed as well once he got onto campus is his leadership. And it's not only like what he was doing when people were watching him. Everyone would, we would talk to each other as players about, you know, what Russell does when he thinks he's not being watched. All right. And, and, and he'll be in his locker like with flashcards or something and just going over the plays, memorizing the plays. And then he'll be the first one in the meeting room. And then the last one to leave the meeting room, first one in the team meeting room. 
like literally the first body in a room full of like 60 something chairs or seats, you will see Russell Wilson. And he did it every single day. And if he was late to the meeting, it was because he was in the training room, you know, working out his shoulder or doing something like that. I mean, this guy, this guy's a literal machine. Um, and to say that I've been able to play with him is, is, is a blessing. So, yeah, being able to play with him in college was a remarkable experience. Obviously, you, you know, everyone saw what he did to our football team, took us from a, you know, a Big Ten championship team uh, my sophomore year to my junior year when he came in, took us to, you know, missing the national championship game by two plays, two Hail Marys. You know, so we were just a Big Ten champ team, but once he stepped foot on there, we we should have played in the national championship game. That's how good of a player he is. Um, and he kind of just brought everyone else's level up to his, and I think that showed. And obviously his leadership and his abilities to play are still showing to this day. He's always in the top five when you talk about quarterbacks. He's definitely a remarkable talent. And I just remember him – coming out of the locker room after games he you know he would say hi to everybody like mm-hmm. he he would never skip yep um a single person and you know he he'd never said anything negative in, in those situations either you could tell he was genuine like Mm-mm. i think that that's sometimes what people get annoyed about with him is that he's so genuine he comes off as fake <laughs> I people have asked me that too. They they've asked me, is it all fake? And I and I and I honest to God, I say that at first I thought it was I wouldn't say fake. I thought it was over the top at first, but no, that's just who he is. He's a man of faith. He's a man of loyalty, a man of trust, uh I mean, he, you know, if I had a daughter, um, you know, that's the man that I would want my daughter to marry. Um, if I had a football team, that's the man I would want to lead my football team. Um, I mean, all the above. We're talking about him speaking um, for the graduating class here at Wisconsin. That's the person that people should listen to when they're embarking on their journey into adulthood or, or into corporate America or what have you. That's this. He's the epitome of success. The epitome of someone who embraces failures um, and, and keeps striving for success. As cliche as it sounds, it's true. It's very true. So our second question comes from Dan, the man. Well, hopefully, real quick, hopefully Russell uh, listens to this and gives us quite the uh, endorsement. (laughs) (laughs) Ask him to come on for an interview. We've already had one. Now we got to move on to two blitz off. (laughs) Yep. Um, So from uh, Daniel Anderson, Dan the Man, have you guys created or found any new habits or techniques that helps your sober journey? Oh, I like that one. Um I really like that one because 
as I've as I've expressed early in this in this podcast, you know, with the stress and my anxiety um, and everything I'm going through, um, you know, I've had long conversations with my mom, uh, my dad, and I kind of feel like my recovery is a little shaky right now. Um, I'm still trying and working really hard at it with therapy and stuff, but it's shaky. So I need more hobbies. I need more stuff. I'm piling on more therapy. I'm trying to do more to, to keep me going. Um, but as for more hobbies, yeah, that's something that I'm trying to think about because yeah, I do love playing video games, but obviously, you know, work's not really a hobby. It's work, but I, 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 I am looking for something what about else. like a habit. Do you have a different I habit that you've something. noticed since you've uh, given up drinking? Different, a different habit. So for different me, like, when I'm stressed out, and you can tell when I'm really stressed out, um, I've gone to mm-hmm. soda and more specifically Mountain Dew, which was my soda oh, of choice for a long time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if I have more than one Mountain Dew a week, like, that's a lot for me. And the past two weeks, I've had about five mm-hmm. each week. Uh, <laughs> you know, okay. and that if there's like a party or something, um, I'll have a few more uh, sodas. But yeah, the past two weeks, uh, my stress level has been through the roof. And that's definitely been mm-hmm. the habit that I've kind of fallen okay. back on is uh, Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew, yeah. So yeah. sugar, that's me too. Sugar, uh, yeah, sh- sugar. I ate cookies and I had a cheesecake oh last night. Um, <laughs> How are you doing this morning? Uh, yeah. So, how are you doing this morning? Huh, dude? Don't even get me started <laughs> on my guts right now. <laughs> uh. I've yeah, I've already gone to the bathroom twice this morning. So it's <laughs> uh, me and milk just don't mix. Yeah, your well. family came over last um, night, but yeah, and sugar. I for had sugar. a full glass of milk mm-hmm. with dinner, and your sister was just appalled. <laughs> your little sister, what are you doing? That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a good one. I like that one. Habits. Yeah, I just gotta I gotta switch it up. That's why it's you know, I'm very open. I'm very open. I, I know that my depression is sinking back in. I know that my anxiety is increasing just because it's you know, with work and everything that I explained earlier. So yeah, I, I, I appreciate that, Dan the man. I gotta I gotta find another um another hobby. Well, you know, be be open, be creative. Don't just uh, think of the usual suspects. Mm-hmm. Think of something that, you know, you you, you miss something going outside. You movies. miss something doing with your hands. What's something that you can do outside with your hands? I mean, right. you know, we'd be playing um, softball right now in a normal year, so that would help. Uh, True. That's something that I miss, but um, we haven't played volleyball at all this year. <clears throat> You know, we're we're missing out on physical activities too, so that doesn't help things. Oh. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, just just yeah, uh 
glad you're being open, but you know, just got to keep the faith, I guess. Keep your, uh, just mm-hmm. one, one yeah. day at a time. I know I've absolutely past, you know, week, week and a half. I've definitely, uh, missed having, you know, something with whiskey in it, either, uh, whiskey old fashioned <laughs> sour or, or a whiskey that sour or, you know, even like a, a good bourbon, uh, that's something I don't, I wouldn't go back to like, you know, because I don't miss the feelings and stuff, but, um, it's not always easy. And there's obviously things that happen that you want to take your minds up, your mind off of. And the best way that we know how is to just drink till we're blacked out, make bad decisions. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, this has been, um, I mean, for, for me, one it's thing that um, I've just in the past year, you've kind of heard a last episode, uh, just talking about it um, with my wife too. Really, that takes a lot off. Um, you know, she, The way that she approaches things is so different from how I do, so she'll see things or hear things. And, uh, if I, if I allow her in, um, she can kind of offer me a different perspective that'll, that helps. Um, whereas when you try to just battle it by yourself, a lot of self doubt can come in. Um, even when you are Mm -hmm. doing a good job, even when you are doing things you should be proud of, uh, some, you, you need to hear it from different people that you should be proud of yourself. Um, you know, what, whether you're a day in, whether you're a weekend, um, whether you've fallen off the wagon and you got back on, you know, you should be proud that you made the decision to jump back on. You should be proud of the days that you are doing it. So, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a good question. Good, like good place to start. <clears throat> so, like for we thank everybody for listening. You can find us on Untapped Keg, at Untapped Keg on Twitter, UntappedKeg.com, Untapped Keg on Facebook, Untapped Keg on Reddit. Um, where can they find you, Mons? You guys can find me on Twitter at MontéBall28, Instagram, MontéBall, um, Facebook, MontéBall Jr., but obviously yeah, Untapped Keg pages and send us some messages, topics, etc. and we're almost definitely going to attack them. And are you they working can, there? Are they, uh, Trickster on uh, Twitter. The Ian Trickster is a one. Um, yeah, from here we're going to go into a little bit of a spoiler cast. So uh, if you don't want to hear anything about The Last <laughs> of Us 2, uh, please join us next week and you know share it with your friends and uh, let us know how we're doing, please. Rate us on iTunes. So uh, here's here's your last chance to stop stop the <laughs> podcast. Uh, here we go. Last chance. Spoiler, spoiler for Last of Us Part Two. 
Here we right. go. Who was your favorite character, Ellie or Abby? I, dude, that is why I think the game is so awesome because you're obviously you're rooting for Ellie the whole time, but then you start understanding Abby's story and you're like, well, shit, she's just trying to avenge her father's death. I mean, just like Ellie's just trying to avenge Joel's death. I'm like, so I'm kind of rude for Abby too. Um, so, but as my favorite, still got to go with Ellie. I mean, Ellie for some sure. Of the decisions that, Abby some of the decisions so good, that Ellie made, I'm like, <laughs> oh, you kind of are evil right now. Like, you are not in your fullest mindset and then you see abby kind of turn and go from the mindset of revenge to oh i need to help people that's what my dad did that's what i started Mm -hmm. doing um yeah that's true abby went from revenge to wanting to help and ellie was just selfish straight brutal just avenge the death of Joel period. And then her decision to leave the farm. Did you like that? They made you play at at the farm for like an hour. And then you go to Santa Barbara. Like you enjoyed that. I did. I did. I, I think it was a little drawn out. Um, just a tad bit, but I still think it was good just to see the environment, just to capture, because obviously they were setting you up for her leaving. So they wanted you to experience or you to have a sense of what she was leaving behind. Um, you know, obviously the farm, obviously, uh, Dina. gosh, why am I drawing a blank on her name? Um, Dina. Yep. Dina's son. Uh, so she left all that behind to, go finish it the side characters in this game were just unbelievable mm-hmm. i mean you know that the acting that they got out of everybody was just it was unreal it was i like between dina jesse tommy all of these characters were just uh i would say played to their fullest extent I don't think they left anything behind. Uh, then you got you got Abby, you got Manny. That's you what got I'm saying. Nora, Yara, and Lev. I mean, you don't even meet Yara and Lev for much more than like two hours, and you're already all in on them. I just go ahead. I I no no no. You're good. I was just gonna say like just just when they introduced these new characters too, it was like such a good times of when these characters came in and, and just like when Abby was, like I said, when Abby was about to be hanged (laughs) and, and they came in and saved her. um, And went that clip, clip her wings. I think it was just so good. How brutal was it? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, the, the yeah. hammer to the elbow, right? Jeez, that that game—it's got it got very, 
it got very dark, very, very dark. And, and it's, and I think I like, I really, I know I don't think I actually do. I, I really liked that about it because it's like it's these people, these different groups. Uh-huh, the first time you heard that whistle animals. and that arrow can came flying through. Oh, I just dropped it. Oh. And that arrow came flying through. Uh, how how scared did that make you they i mean for me i was like what the and you got to pull it out of your every time you know your shoulder like Mm -hmm. i think the seraphites were the most uh tension i felt in the game was hiding from the seraphites and uh you know, fighting them compared, yeah. even compared to the that, infected. That whistle. I agree. The infected is, I don't say, I want to say it's easy, but it's like, yeah, except for the stalkers, I'd say, you know, it's, oh, those are creepy. Oh my goodness. Those, <laughs> those things are creepy, man. You go to listen when you can't hear them. Like, <laughs> And you just and you just catch, like, you just catch them crawling yeah. b- like super fast behind like you just see an arm counter when you or something and like flashlight. that is creepy. Gosh, I loved how they did that. But yeah, and that the, the oh my gosh, I can never forget the saffrites, the saffrites, seraphites. Yeah, they the whistle and then just I'm like, God dang it! I'm like, <laughs> like here we go. Um. What what was your favorite part? My favorite part. Ooh, gosh. Hmm. My. I'm gonna pick pick one from each side. You know, Ellie's Ellie's timeline and and Abby's Abby's timeline. My favorite, I have to go with the island. Okay, okay. I loved, I loved the island. Obviously, more yeah, towards the end, towards the end of the game. Um, uh, it's just, God, it's so hard to just pick like one favorite because I loved every part of it. But I, but for some reason, that island I really loved. I loved how they were just such a good team. How they were, obviously, the environment, the ocean, the fire, the. Watching people fight and then running people and over with your horse. Just or, how everything reflected I mean, off the fire too. Just, like that big the yeah the boss fight at the end of the island, like dude. You want to oh talk about gosh, brutal? Man. Oh my gosh. That dude just wouldn't go down. I mean he would not go down. I'm like, this guy has so many wounds in him. He would not go down. I mean, I mean, I loved that. I loved, you know, on Ellie's side. Ooh, I loved, I, okay, okay, here we go. I think the one that grasped every single emotion out of me to where I was so emotionally disturbed and confused was when Abby and Ellie In the had theater. their first fight. Yes, <laughs> where you're, you're Abby, and you have to 
you have to fight Ellie. And it's like, my gosh, like I actually died a few times as Abby and I, and I wasn't mad. (laughs) You know what I mean? I was like, okay, cool. Like I want Abby to die. Did I, I don't know. But then obviously getting past that part, you have to pretty much beat down Ellie and I was I just, I just felt I super felt, weird I about it. All of it. Like I didn't uh, want Ellie to die, but <laughs> I didn't want Abby to die either because Abby had had her exactly. You know, um, her whole she went her whole arc where she had that one eighty, that you know, redemption as a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't want I didn't want her to die at that point, but I also didn't want Ellie to die because I wanted Ellie to have the opportunity to make that too. Um. Hmm. I'm glad. Yeah. I, oh yeah. I'll well, let you I go think ahead and your, your favorite the, parts. When you first get into Seattle and you have the open world and you're looking for the gasoline and you can explore everything in there. Mm-hmm. I love that part. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And you kind of get Ellie and Dina's banter back and forth. It was just, that part was kind of beautiful for both of them. Uh, especially for, kind of early in the game a little bit. Um, mm, that's pretty early. And then you missed the guitar part there, which was one of the most beautiful moments in the game. I Yeah, you did. I had to have. I know you did. So. I had to have missed that part. Um, what it's in what the, was in that part? in the instrument store. Uh, it's one of the buildings you can go into. Mm-hmm. There's like six or seven buildings you yeah. can go into and then you go upstairs and there's a case with a guitar in it and she picks it up and starts playing and Dina sits down and she plays a song for her and it's like yeah that's pretty pretty epic uh and then for Abby I enjoyed uh going to the aquarium and shooting the nerf uh bow and arrow yeah oh yeah that competition that was <laughs> that brought some you know that was fun a lot of levity it's brought to uh that character i would say that was fun that was i i, I liked yeah, that the was aquarium. a really cool um place that they kind of set up there owen was such a good character too like mm-hmm. the he was he uh, was yeah i mean was there were there any parts that you teared up at Teared like not physically, like an actual tear, but emotionally, like yeah. Um, Obviously, Joel's death, um, but I I wouldn't say it was like a a super choked up because I kind of knew it was going to happen. Um, but, uh, I think what really choked me up the most, right. I'm trying to think of every moment in the game right now where it was right. like a super emotional part. Um, I, the end man, the, the end scene where she's choking Abby underwater and, and you can see in her face where she goes from avenge, 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 avenge to you see her face start to, like she's about to cry, 
as in the like, is this worth it? Is this worth it? I guess she's thinking about Joel. That 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 broke me down. Um, that really broke me down. Uh, to where I, I almost teared up because, and then obviously her letting her go, I was like, that's the most beautiful ending. Um, because it's it's not worth it. You know, Joel did that to himself. <laughs> um, Joel did that to himself. He was told that his decision would have consequences, and it did. You know, he, he unilaterally made that decision to save Ellie, and that decision is, you know, this will put him in the grave. So I don't know that 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 that's that was it for me that that scene. There are many others, but that was the scene that split moment of her choking Abby. Underwater. Yeah, that that entire fight when was Abby was underwater, brutal. Is, is choked up, and um, you know when you when you find <laughs> yeah. Abby hanging there, it's like oh my god. And then um, four months like, torture. Uh, I'm trying to think the um. Probably, I mean, there were a few parts that got me a little choked up, but uh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. when Yara gets shot, uh, right. You know, the, when Ellie goes back into yeah, Joel's that house, sad. the first time, yeah, she walks into Joel. You control Ellie and Joel's house like that. That was, yep. but like. Yeah, Yara, you have this great moment with Lev, and you know you're, you're, yeah, that was just she's just trying to be, you know, a good big sister and protect her younger brother. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, Lev was so hurt, man. Um, so hurt, and then yeah, like the the last Ellie making the decision to to leave the farm. And that last conversation you have with Dina, um, that was, yeah, that that was also one of those moments where it was like they, they did a really good job of <laughs> getting your emotion to come out because you you feel so much agency with these characters because you're physically controlling them, so you feel like you are that person somewhat. So. And then how diverse this game exactly. is too, like mm. having a first of all, having a, yeah having a woman um, lead is unique in itself. Uh, obviously, yeah, we got Tomb Raider, etc. But you know, obviously, there's way more men leads than than women leads. But then also having this woman lead be gay is awesome. Um, then what else we had? We had a transgender individual yeah um that'd be in love correct and then we had <clears throat> i'm trying to think i mean you had right now. you know asian characters black characters uh, that were all very important right. you had um, elliot <laughs> yeah i mean you know jesse jesse being as important as he was um yeah this is just like Oh, I was just going to say, I, I didn't feel like sorry, the diversity no. was shoehorned in. Like, they did a great job of, uh, there's just a character. Literally, that's it. Like, what what they bring 
is why they're in the story. And it doesn't really matter what they look like or it just matters who they are kind of a thing. So like mm-hmm. it was more like what society actually is than any, I wouldn't say any game, but then a lot of games, it's not just, you know, a homogenous society. It's no, like a lot of different people, a lot of different, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was very. It wasn't pushed. I said Elliot, but I meant I meant Isaac. I don't know why yeah. I was called Elliot, but Isaac. Now having a black leader, um, black leader of the wolves. Uh, it's just that that's the same thing that I felt too. That it wasn't forced. Yeah, it, it was, wasn't forced. And it was I very. Diverse. It was a beautiful story, but man, was it brutal. I love that though because that's how it would. That's how it would be. There is not going to be a a cure. There, like I would have been so, I would have felt so betrayed if I'd put so much time into it, and they'd have been like, "Okay, here's the cure, and now everybody's yeah. healed." <laughs> I'd have been like, "That's a trash ending." But this ending is exactly how I wanted it to be. I, I do understand why some people didn't like it because they felt. Joel deserved more, but Ellie didn't ask well for him to And also her. Joel got a lot more in the flashbacks. When you play through the flashbacks, like you develop True. the father-daughter relationship that Joel wanted with Ellie and Ellie wasn't quite there um and you could tell that Joel felt the the weight of what his actions were like the way that they portrayed joel he was not um you know he 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 felt the weight of his past and he really you could tell the guilt on him um i don't know i felt i felt joel was portrayed great uh, when you get to the end of it i yeah, yeah. Now that you brought it to my attention, my other favorite, very favorite part, actually, like ve- like favorite, um, the dinosaurs other than the island was the. Uh, I was about to say, yeah. yep, the zoo or whatever the wherever they were at it. Yeah, the museum, yeah. Uh, diving into the water, and then obviously going in, and that astronaut scene was, I think that moment right there. I feel like if they took that moment out of the series, it would still be a really good, really good story. And you would understand how close that they were. But I think with that one scene, I wouldn't say one, there's obviously many others, but that scene alone, I think just is the glue of their relationship. Um, The way that she was looking at him, how excited she was for the gift he gave her. And then him just looking at her, her looking at him, her looking at it was just remarkable. The father daughter relationship and well done, Naughty Dog. Yeah, I, I agree. I well done. I wouldn't change anything. I think it, it's deserved how many tens it's gotten. Um, it deserves its Metacritic score. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what. I don't have anything negative to say about it. 
I really I, don't. I loved every <laughs> second of it. And even though I didn't feel like the end dragged on, I actually played through it all in one night. I was at the basement of the hospital, and then I went through the island, and then I played through the farm. Or no, I did the basement of the hospital. I played through the island, the farm, and Santa Barbara one night. Like I was like, I'm going to beat this game. And it was yep. like four hours, four or five hours Same is here. what I had. Yep. As soon as I, like, what were your thoughts on that? Dude, that was that dang so boss in that basement. Epic. Of that like, it was so creepy in the hospital. <laughs> you knew there was something that was going to F you up. And I thought it was going to be a movie. knew it. And for it to be what it was, like, <laughs> oh my goodness. That was crazy. And not only just, yeah, not only just that monster, you had, you had the dang, uh, you had the zombies yeah. too that would pop out. Yeah. As you're like sprinting from and the then, boss yeah, to like get some to, ammo. The, the piece that splits off too, it's like, oh God, oh God, oh God. Yep. And then, yeah, you think that you're done, but nope, now you got to yeah, beat this that was guy. <laughs> That was pretty, pretty well, incredible. Like that's why that game is awesome because when you, when you 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 feel exactly how they feel. Like this is exactly how you would feel in real life, going down into a tunnel into the dark. Obviously, you're going to feel scared, worried, high anxiety. But then you just see that, like once you beat the boss, and then you get out there and you just see the sunlight or whatever. You see the daylight. You're like, oh my god, please get me out from underneath this. Uh, so I can get back out into the street. Yeah. <laughs> is uh such a relief. Definitely yeah. is. So so I think that's a pretty good spot so yeah. to end it. So yeah. Uh takeaway mm-hmm. is yep. we love this game. You should play it's this good, game. Man. Uh feel all the yeah. emotions because it's the full spectrum that you get. Um video Indeed. games are so cool right now, man. Indeed. Like, so cool. Uh like like we were talking about earlier, it's the golden age. Uh, I really have a feeling I'm going to enjoy Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, you know, Cyberpunk is coming out. Mm-hmm. Avengers is coming out. PlayStation 5. Xbox Series X. Avengers? Yeah, I haven't even seen that yet. It's gonna be. It doesn't, Avengers, uh, I haven't seen a trailer. Hold, hold your expectations is what I'm going to say. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I hope that I hope it's a good Avengers game, but I don't have super high hopes for it. So I think it's going to be more like a mm-hmm. Destiny. Like uh, you're going to have a single player campaign, but it's the more focus is going to be like playing, uh, getting things done, like these weekly items and kind of it's more about the end game, I guess, is what I'm going to say. But I we'll see. We'll see if I they pull you. it off. So. I mean, you got Miles Morales coming. Ratchet I'm trying. I got to. I got to. I got to catch up to you. God of War, man! I can't wait for you to beat that game. I so catch that's up. a game that I need to play again. It's gonna. It's so. Good. I'll be playing tonight. So. so I'll, yeah. So I'll let you know. It, yeah, you're gonna. You're gonna enjoy it for sure. So. All right, everybody. You have a good week. Thank you for listening, and uh, yeah, we appreciate you. Yes, we do. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.